to another episode of Accessibility. It's a show on YouTube where I talk about the video game industry, accessibility, and representation. Basically, how can we help more people to play games, and more people to see themselves in the games they play? I'm your host, Laura. I'm a white woman with bright blue hair, shaved on one side, wearing a plain black dress and a leather jacket. Around six weeks ago, in early November 2021, we talked about the release of Forza Horizon 5, which was the latest open-world racing game from Microsoft and Playground Games. Basically, you dropped into a facsimile of Mexico and you drive around really fast to a licensed music soundtrack. When Forza Horizon 5 first released, we talked quite extensively here on this channel about the game's pretty robust accessibility features on launch day, which ranged from a difficulty mode which would slow down enemy cars so that you could catch up with the pack and sort of work through the pack a bit more easily, through to the option to slow down the entire game, including car speed and physics engine speed. While the game's most discussed accessibility feature, on-screen sign language interpreter support during cutscenes, isn't yet implemented in the game six weeks after release, Today, I want to talk about an issue that is impacting a different small group of Forza Horizon players. Automated, voice-acted deadnaming of trans players. So today, on Accessibility, we're going to be talking about the process of automating player name detection by video games. We're going to talk a little bit about the idea of deadnaming and how that applies to a game like Forza Horizon 5. We're going to talk about how Forza Horizon 5 got here, which I think is more to do with trying to streamline player experience and not to do with malice. And then we're going to talk about other genres of games, particularly psychological horror, where this same trick is used for more malicious purposes, not necessarily against trans people, but in contexts where this could be more hurtful to trans players but might be a little more difficult to work around. Let's start off by talking about the concept of deadnaming and how it relates to the trans community, using myself as an example. I am a transgender woman, meaning that when I was born I was assigned male by doctors, but when I was old enough to express my internal sense of self-identity, I came out as a trans woman. For me, part of this process involved having my birth certificate updated, both to list me as female and to update my name on my birth certificate to Laura. If someone were to ask about my dead name, they would likely be asking for my name at birth, given to me when my parents believed me to be male, that I stopped using when I came out as a trans woman. The reason why the trans community generally uses the term dead name to refer to their pre-transition name is disputed depending on who you ask. Some will argue it's because their old name is dead to them, but it's more generally accepted to be a reference to the fact that if you happen to have transphobic family members and pass away before managing to navigate the legal bureaucracy involved in transition, it's the name you'll end up referred to after you pass away. As depressing as that concept is, we see it in practice, as many trans people around the world who die young are buried under their dead names. Like many trans people, my relationship to my dead name is complicated and has shifted over time. As a visible trans person in the video game industry, my dead name is out there and pretty easy to find, shared widely by those who wanted to cause me distress early in my career. As such, I have had to hear my dead name used maliciously a lot in my career on the internet. So let's talk a little bit about why hearing your dead name can be somewhat distressing when in early transition, but generally becomes less so over time. When I was early in my gender transition, like many trans people, Exterior validation of my identity was pretty important to me. 
I was pretty new to exploring who I was and trying to assert to myself and to the world that it was okay for me to be myself. I was trying to get doctors to see my experiences as legitimate so I could get medical support, trying to assert my identity to friends and family who were resistant to changing their sense of who I was, and was trying to have the confidence in my own identity required to stand up for myself and my rights should I face harassment while out in the world for who I was. Early transition is often a time where a person is trying to be seen as valid by people who mean a lot to them emotionally, or who have the ability to gatekeep their access to support. It's also in many cases paired with going through a second puberty, where emotional ranges are changing and feelings are volatile. Understandably, it's a time where perceived invalidation of identity, such as being referred to by a pre-transition name, can be particularly hurtful. For reference, starting estrogen hormone replacement therapy largely removed anger from my emotional palate and replaced it with the ability to feel sad in a more nuanced way than I had before, and to express that sadness rather than bottle it up. Understandably, this impacted how I responded to perceived invalidation of my identity. By comparison, over a decade post-transition, I have a very different relationship to my dead name. It's not my legal name by any conceivable metric someone might use, and anyone who does use it today is clearly doing so to try and get a rise out of me. I'm confident enough in who I am and my ability to forever be known as Laura that I can brush off uses of my dead name in a way that I couldn't in early transition. In early transition, even an accidental use of my dead name by a close friend or family member, with an apology swiftly following, would be a knock to my confidence. Today, I kind of laugh at the fact that people think it's going to bother me at this point in my life. So, let's get into Forza Horizon 5 specifically, and how the game ended up unintentionally deadnaming some trans players. If you pick up Forza Horizon 5 as your first Forza game, and play it on a guest profile, you'll find that the game avoids referencing you by name until the end of a playable introductory sequence. The player will be given a selection of real-world names, as well as titles like Champ, which have had voice lines recorded for them. The intention is that, for example, I could find the name Laura on that list, and have characters in cutscenes refer to me by my name in-game. However, if you're a returning Forza player, or you're playing using an Xbox Live account, you may find that the game picks a name to refer to you with, using voice to dialogue, before you're given the chance to choose how you're referred to. So how does Forza Horizon 5 do this? Well, simply put, if you've listed your real-world name on your Xbox Live account, or have previous game save data where you selected a name to be called, Forza Horizon 5 pulls that data, checks it against its list of names that it has voice lines for, and opts to automatically call you by that name. You can change what name the game calls you when you reach the character creation screen after the playable intro, but for some trans players, this unexpected pulling of name data without being asked first causes some distress. If someone last played a Forza game prior to coming out as trans, or has not updated the name listed on their Xbox Live account yet for reasons such as legal name status or safety in a household where they're not yet out as trans, the game would pull their dead name and the opening of the game would feature voice lines referencing that name. For trans players who may not know how this name was pulled into the game, or if they would at some point be able to change it, this unexpected use of an invalidating name by a game they were excited to play could be upsetting or distressing. 
It could also potentially out their dead name if it happened around people who didn't know they were trans. I can imagine, for example, a trans streamer booting up the game on stream and having their dead name used by the game, being a pretty upsetting and very possible experience. Now, I want to be clear, I do not think this is malicious on the part of Playground Games. Most people do not drastically change their first name during their life, and what occurred here is likely a lack of foresight for a small portion of the player base, rather than being malice. That said, this was raised a few weeks ago, with outlets reporting on the story, and Playground Games has not officially responded to the accounts of those impacted. A potential solution for this would be for the game to ask at the start if you'd like them to pull your name info from your Xbox Live account or not, rather than automatically doing so. Or, at the very least, if it pulls automatic data, asking, is it okay if we call you this name we automatically pulled? That all said, Forza Horizon 5 is not the only game to pull this trick of grabbing a player name from the ether without asking the player first, and perhaps the more well-known genre to pull this trick is psychological horror games. An example of a game that deliberately pulls a player name without permission to insert into the game is Doki Doki Literature Club, um, mild spoilers here for a game from a few years ago. In its final act, Doki Doki Literature Club disregards whichever name you selected and typed into the game for your character, and instead uses your user profile or your PC name. This is done to deliberately suggest that a certain character is aware of the player who is playing the game, and to make them feel uncomfortably seen. This is a case where the pulling of a name from a place outside the game is used deliberately to shock the player and to make them feel uncomfortable. In this example, there's more of a justifiable reason to not ask the player for that information before accessing and displaying it. It entirely relies on it being a surprise to unsettle the player, but obviously the hurt caused if it pulls a player's dead name and inserts it into the game is likely to be more intense as a result of the narrative context in which it pops up. Where Forza Horizon 5 pulls player names without asking to try and be helpful and seamless, without spotting a potential impact that could have, games like Doki Doki Literature Club pull player names to try and unsettle the player, a context where pulling a dead name into a game and pointing it at the player could have much more actively harmful results. I don't think that Playground Games making the decision to have Forza Horizon 5 pull player names from Xbox Live data or previous save data is in any way malicious or in any way meant to hurt trans players, but the reality is that by pulling that data without asking and checking whether it's okay to use, it has caused some harm, and if nothing else, the lack of a public response from Playground Games has been a little disappointing. This video doesn't exist to put Playground Games on blast as a transphobic company. I recognise that this is an oversight that exists because it impacts a very small number of people and you probably don't have someone that would be affected by this working on the game in a position where they could catch it. But I know that it would make a slight change to the streamlining of the start of your game, you would have a little bit more friction before the game starts. But just by having a box come up that says, is it okay if we read your name from your previous save data or from your Xbox Live profile? Or if players, you know, automatically had that data read and it just said, we pulled this name, is it okay for us to use this in voice acting and they can say no, would reduce some harm done to trans players. I'm at a point in my transition where 
If a video game were to somewhere find my dev name and pull it into a game without asking, that'd be a shitty experience, but like, I wouldn't be that beaten up over it. But I know there's a lot of people earlier in transition than I that would be a lot more hurt by that than I am today, and I hope that if nothing else this video gives you the tools required to know where to find that information and change it so that Forza Horizon 5 doesn't deadname you as you're trying to get excited about a new video game.